Welcome to the shop, the social hub, positivity. We're back in the social hub of positivity. If you've seen us over the last few months, we've been here, there, and everywhere. Here, there, and everywhere. Do you want to form a vote now? Let's do it. Let's do it, my brother. Right, so, do you want to introduce yourself to the world of the Can Do podcast? Hello, everyone. My name is Harry Lay. And what, how do we know each other? What are you doing? What's, the, what's your thing at the moment? What are you up to? Uh, what am I doing at the moment? Um, several things, actually. Um, I'm doing some acting with the Soldiers Arts Academy, and I'm hoping to collaborate with you. Which is really why I wanted you to do a podcast, because we try to develop some creative stuff, aren't we? Yeah. Which may or may not... Probably it's going to be probably a film as well, isn't it? Hopefully. That's it. No, no, but, yeah, yeah, but we have to start with something. And, and that's what intrigued me about you guys. Um, when I met you before, we talked about film, which is fantastic. But I was also intrigued by the fact that you help out a, a food bank. I use the food bank. You use the food bank? That's what I thought you, you actually use it. Yeah, I actually use right. it. Right, okay, well, it's even deeper. If you didn't mind talking about that, I'd be quite... No, in. no, no, that's all. Just... Fine. Because this is a community do-it-yourself type of fly, fly your pants, seat your pants yeah. type of media thing that everyone can do it. You can almost do this with a crayon. Yeah. So unprofessional, I give amateurism a bad name, but that's not my point of bother. I'm, intri- I'm interested moreover than in, in, in people and their stories and that inspiring other people. So this idea of, of doing, because what, what's your former history? Because th- this is what, where, where we've come about as well. What, what did you do previously? Um, so uh, I, I, um, I actually served in the Household Cavalry for about six years. Yeah. Um, prior to that, um, I did really badly at school for various reasons. I've got um, dyslexia and ADHD as well. Yeah. So that kind of, that made school really difficult. I ended up getting into cooking as a profession um, because I didn't require any qualifications. Right, sorry, John, just two seconds. Sorry, guys, can, can, it's just that we're recording something here. I can hear it. It's beautiful. I love you guys. I want you to know that. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Just that actually, I just really, I'm more interested in your conversation. Stop it. Couldn't hear it. Nice one. Just, we, we, we won't be that long. I'm, so, Household cavalry, didn't do well at school, ended up in the army. Yeah. Hey, Lauren, think about that. People who don't do well at school end up in the army. People who do slightly better end up in the army. Yeah? I can't tell you what happens to the ones that go to the Navy. Shut it. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Lauren's father was, in the, was actually in the army. He was Signal, wasn't he? In the army. My dad was in the army. He was. So I know a little bit about bad education and ended up in the forces. But anyway, yeah. you ended up in the household cavalry, which is kind of putting yourself out there, isn't it? Well, did you do the change in the garden? Yeah, right? I did all that stuff. Um, uh, all, all, did all the parades and spent the majority of my time on guard down at Whitehall. Um, and, and it was really good. Well, fun. I, I, was really literally in Whitehall, by the things yeah, where everyone yeah. comes up. Yeah, you've got the. Oh, do you, do you have a bet? You guys have the bet. That's Coldstream. Have that's, the, that's Coldstream. Coldstream have the is, best. Yeah. You have the, the gold. You've got the gold in the with the wing. Listen, Maya, just say so you that. Know, you've got to see what this looks. You've got any photographs? Uh, you don't have to. No, it's just I want to put it on the podcast so people who don't know what we're talking about, we just get a picture of a, yeah. a, of a household cavalry. Yeah. 
just because it's quite amazing and it's it's a big tourist thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. As well. Yeah, it brings in a lot of tourists. So, I'm not being funny, but did, when did you get diagnosed with ADHD and etc. Cetera, etc.? Cetera? Um, I was 33, so really late on. I'd already left the military. I, I left uh, I left the army in 2012, um, and uh, that that was that was really tough. Not, not having a clue what I wanted to do. Um, really struggled to, to sort of integrate back into society. Lots of mental health issues surrounding that. Um, breakdown of a marriage as well. So a, lot, a hell of a lot going on. Yeah. Ended up getting back into cooking, which was Wicked. sort of a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and it wasn't all bad, but... Um, Pretty precious, stressful, isn't it? Yeah, really stressful, yeah. worked in some great places, um, but just, just knew that it wasn't me. Yeah. Just didn't want, that's not really what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, actually, when did that come into your head? Always. Yeah. It's, it's always, wondering. you know, yeah. always been there. Um, when I was a child, I wanted to be on stage. I didn't really know what being an actor was as yeah. a child. I just yeah. knew that I wanted to perform in front yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, and I tried to do that at school. Um, but it was made very clear to me at the time that um, I couldn't do that because I struggled to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, when you think about it, it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it um, and and that just crushed that crushed all my self-esteem really. So so the idea of acting sort of just didn't happen again. You know, yeah, that, that was never there. And then um, I was listening to BBC Radio Wiltshire um, some months ago, and uh, the Soldiers Arts Academy. We're looking for uh, ex-servicemen and women to take part in a development workshop for a uh, for a play with a with a great director called Damien Cruden. Um, and um, I rang them up and they said, "Yeah, we'd love to see you." So I went down to the Salisbury Playhouse, got involved Wicked. with the development workshop, and it just kind of Wicked. went on from that. That's great. Is it is, so? Is it a piece that's already written, or you develop it with them? Um, it's a piece. It's a it's a story by uh, Michael Morpurgo. Unfortunately, oh, right. I'm not allowed to say any more at the moment. Yeah, no, no worries. But um, so for those that don't know, he did War Horse and and uh, some else he did as well. War Horse. He's written loads of children's yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, Butterfly yeah. Lion. So without giving too much away, is it is it presumably connected to military life, and is it a good reflection of what you remember or what you felt about military life? In terms of acting, yeah, the piece that we're doing. Oh, the, the piece that we're doing, yeah. yeah I mean, it's got a. Um, it's, 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 there is a story um, that is involving war in it. So that sort of. Although I wanted to get away from all of that, yeah. it, it, it sort of it did help. It did help with that. Yeah. Um, and just just the whole process of actually being with uh, actors and developing something. Um, it's very close to, to, to what actually being in the military is like. Yeah. Because you sort of come together and, and um, it's, it's remarkably similar. So, but surely there's a little bit more independent thinking involved with the arts. There's a hell of a lot more independent thinking. Hey, hey, you military people out there, independent thinking, hmm? Not brainwashed, not brainwashed at all. Yeah, more freedom. A lot more freedom. Yeah. Um, I mean, the similarities are working together as a team. Put the costume on. Really, sort of, absolutely. That's it. <laughs> costume, stand in front of an audience. Hello, I've got a horse. How do you feel? Yeah. 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 No, no, I get yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Can you see? Um, tell me this, if it's not 
too intrusive. Did you ever have to serve in a war, theatre of war? And I'm not talking about the West End when it kicked off, I'm about, <laughs> do you ever have to go to Afghanistan or...? No, um, I was, I'm going to say I was very fortunate actually, I didn't have to go. I was supposed to deploy and um, I was medically discharged. Right. Um, I've got a skin condition called vitiligo. Yeah. Same as what Michael Jackson had. Wow, yeah. wow. Um, so, so you don't end up like him, bless him. <laughs> hey? This is it, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bless him, anyone that likes him. Anyway. <laughs> At least he wasn't in the army. Um, so that's it. Do you ever seen Catch Twenty Two? You ever seen the film? It's um, not sure. I can say I was about to say it was Michael Morpurgo. One second, that's John. Sorry to bother you. You guys, do you know who wrote Catch Twenty Two? Joseph Haller. It's essentially about a guy uh, Second World War, but the, the the mentality about this one guy's trying to get out of the army. Yeah. It's like mad in a sense. It's like yeah that he's trying to prove that he's mad, but in reality, you have to be mad to want to be in the army and in the military thing anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. This is what it says, though. So what, so, yeah, great, you learn it to, I mean, it would be hilarious if the household cavalry were expected to go into battle and just stand there and just show how brave you are by standing or sitting there on the horses while they're being shot. No, I don't want them to be shot, just saying, if that was the mentality. So essentially, you train, you did all that, and you ended up being, but how long were those shifts doing the, on the horse outside west, in the white hall? Uh, it depended what you were doing. If you were on a horse, that you were doing sort of like an hour at a time. Yeah. Um, but if you were on your feet, you could yeah. be doing two hours at yeah. a time. Was there no piece of you, and I don't mean disrespectful, I'm just intrigued because this is part of what we think. Was there no bit of you that went, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And sitting on a horse while people literally look at me, take photographs, some try and go to you, some try and get you to blink, try and yeah. kick the horse. But in theory, with your life, what are you doing <laughs> on a horse in the capital city of one of them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the whole military thing is, you know, but a lot of people don't realise that military was, was initiated in big style by the East India Company um, yeah. back in the day. It's yeah. all about money. Yeah, of course. You know, I don't know any of my guys My dad served for 35 years. He, he, had, he was in campaigns. He did two campaign medals, blah, blah, blah. In reality, if he was blessing me, if he was alive today, I would have had those conversations. So, what was it you actually thought you were doing? Because anyone that thinks that the Army, Navy, Air Force, or is doing anything other than going into other countries and protecting the flow of wealth for rich people, they probably misread the small print. What did you feel? I'm not trying to disrespect you. <laughs> Listen, I know lots of military people, as I say, for the first 18 years of my life, we were on RAF bases, and I loved it, loved the camaraderie, loved the people. But just like the masses, the working classes, whatever you want to call them, we have a commonality, we're used by other people to do their bidding. Hello, you gorgeous thing, you gorgeous t-shirt maker. Share some of your things in a minute, we're in the middle of this podcast, but as you're going to be, as you're going to be editing it, it's now, and I've just told you into the camera, Harry, this is Maya, who's also going to be editing it. Hello, pleased to meet you. Will, this is now becoming a really it's a podcast within reality where the person who's been interviewed is now talking to the editor. Yeah, this is, it. This is hellish, hellishly interesting. Yeah, it is. This is amazing. What, yeah, Harry did. But to, to answer, to, yeah, to, to answer that question, I, I, if, if I could go back, I, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the things that you just mentioned, um, yeah, I mean, it all went through my head. I didn't really enjoy any of it. Yeah. Um, there were aspects of it that were that I feel like it has helped. Uh, it has helped with some confidence, but 
actually, um, if you look at the bigger picture and, and what you know the military is all about, especially in this country, yeah. you know, talking about the East India Company, yeah. uh, you know, recruiting is mainly in um, um, deprived areas. Um, and uh, ain't blaming you for this, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's yeah. There's, there's a lot to be there's a lot to be said for it. Definitely. Were any of your mental health issues were they, contri were they, were they contributed to by the military scenario, um, exacerbated by it, or were you helped at all with anything while you were in the military? Um, yes, um, definitely contributed towards it. Uh, some of it probably has been made worse and in terms of support and help um, in terms of you know especially with that subject specifically mental health yeah there's not an awful lot of help out there that they say that there is and, and um, you're led to believe that there is but actually it's um, it's all just a bit of a facade and it's always been thus what people don't you know we've talked about the Spanish Armada and Drake and everything else they're looking into the history of that even something like that when England, so say, was about to be invaded by a, a foreign force and small armada of ships went, which were smaller and more manoeuvrable. But fundamentally, the reason why the armada didn't work is because the weather blew them off course. Loads of them, yeah. Spanish, ended up in, in Ireland, etc., etc., or death. Without a doubt, there was some great seamanship by Drake and his people, but they had smaller boats, etc., etc. But this is, the, this is the killer bit. Loads of those sailors were left in the channel, left on boats, because the Navy didn't have to pay them until they touched dry land. So they were allowed to starve and get scurvy and die until there was a suitable amount of number which they thought they were prepared to pay. That's what it's like being in the military, just in case anyone's interested. It literally is. You go in there, help for heroes, amazing. Like the air ambulance, like everything, we should not be as a society having to rely on the, on the more charity of the masses when people are in the military and they give of their lives or they give of their mental health or they give of their limbs to and they do it for the good reason I know they do as I said growing up around military people they don't do it I didn't meet I don't think maybe a couple of times met people who were psychopathic and wanted to kill people essentially we're talking about people in trades in communities working cohesively whether it's abroad with Lauren you move every two and a half years you get to up and down this country Germany Cyprus wherever it is it's a beautiful life in reality until the other bit when you think fundamentally though guys you do realize that if this kicks off we're expecting you all to die yeah. you're gonna you're gonna think so that prince andrew can have a, a have his compensation paid for him later on in life you are anyway um so i'm not gonna hop, hop on i'm saddened to hear that but i'm not surprised and when i say about help for heroes it's a great thing but we shouldn't be relying on the kindness of, of strangers we should be looking after our military people if they're put in the, in, the, in, the, in harm's way. Which they should never. They should. We should this this country's got to start recalibrating. Going, no, no, can't be going around starting wars, robbing other people's countries. It uh, annoys them. Uh, it's rude. But part of it is the education system so poor that people. What did you think? I think this. The education system deliberately, generally so poor. Not by teachers. Well, not by head teachers. They just don't get funded enough. The classrooms are too big, class sizes are too big, classrooms aren't too big. And you end up, if you want any type of, any type of, um, no worries buddy, yeah, sorry, absolutely. That's uh, my dresser. Um, he just took my dress. Uh, he, he, um, 
that you essentially have limited options. If you want a job, I think a comparable job to a corporal or something, and I don't know, that might be wrong here, I don't know what the rank is, is either be a, a traffic warden, I'm going to let that sit there for a while, either be a traffic warden, or literally go and be in the military and risk your life getting killed so that people can send their kids to private school. There or thereabouts. It's a principle, I want you to read into it. Don't just take my word and say, no, I can't. why is he always saying that? Partly because it's true, and partly because it's true. Anyway, so we're here now, you're doing, this is an ongoing project. This is an ongoing project down at Salisbury Playhouse, which is a wonderful place, I love it down there. Do brilliant workshops. How long has it been going on for, and how long will it go for? Um, the, the actual um, uh, development workshop was just for a weekend, yeah. and then uh, we sort of, we took, um, we did a performance of it at uh, Cardiff Castle. Right. It's wow. It's called uh, Little Manfred. Um, so we did a small performance of it at Cardiff Castle. Um, so that was a week, a, a week's rehearsal. But we actually, we got to do that in Annick because the director wow. is based, he's based in Annick. Wow. Well, who's the director? Uh, Damien Cruden. That's remember we do stuff in Annick. Is well, I used to live there. My brother. My, really? Yeah, yeah. We make stuff in Annick. That's really? like crazy. Seriously? That he was from Annick. That, that's where me, that's where me and Maya met. We met in Annick. Really? Yeah, I used to live there. The military yeah. base up there, Boomer, RAF Boomer's yeah, up there. That's yeah, 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 I love yeah, that yeah. part of the world. Yeah. My family's still up there. They're, they're living yeah, there. Well, we, we, were, we were doing that, we were rehearsing at the uh, Playhouse. Playhouse, oh. yeah, no, that's, the, that's Playhouse. literally, that's where I went to see, uh, the reason I'm saying Wizard of Oz, that yeah. Bash Street, that movie up there that we made, that's there's the partly in, influenced by, by Wizard of Oz. Nothing <laughs> magical, just the colour thing. But that's where I saw the Wizard of Oz, and I've uh, yeah, come back from Cyprus and moved to Long Houghton, Long Houghton. Which is just outside Annick. Wow. Beautiful part of the country, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great crack. Love that place. And all my family up <laughs> there. See? Good thing about being in the military. That's amazing. We've never heard of that geezer there. So he writes plays. No, so Damien Cruden, he's, um, he, he's done all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, directs. Oh, directs. Michael, Michael he directs, Ford, yeah. yeah. He, um, but he directed the. Um, More perfect. He, he, yeah, he, he directed the Railway Children. They did a production of it in London at yes. the, at the yeah. station. Yeah. So he, yeah. It's wicked. Um, but he's got involved with the Soldiers' Arts and is now um, developing plays with us. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's. So that's an ongoing thing. Yeah, it's an ongoing thing. Um, can we put the contact details of that? It's just so that people can see the see when it comes out. Yeah, this, this is so interesting. Yeah. You um, give the details to Myron in a minute, because we'll, we want to advertise it if it wants advertising, or just make people I'm, aware. You don't have to do it now. Just say, because <laughs> we'll put this out Sunday, yeah. 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 Is that cool? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. That is amazing. I'm, I'm auditioning for. <coughs> well, the plan is for it to be at the Polka in um, uh, in in Wimbledon. So th yeah. that's where it's going to go. Hopefully, well, the, the, well, no, it is. It's, it's all booked. I'm, I'm auditioning for, um, for for a part, and um, if I get it, then yeah, I'll, that, that's that. That'll be my well, that'll be my first proper theatre performance. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting stuff. So two things. One is this food bank scenario. Yeah, we started using the food bank um, yeah. a year ago. Yeah. A, you know, me and my wife. I've got three step stepchildren. And um, it just both working, yeah. um, and just sort of got to the point where, like mid month, and we, we literally just couldn't 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 sustain life, couldn't afford to couldn't afford the food bills, um, 
Prior to that, I'd actually gone bankrupt, um, just using credit cards, trying to just trying to sustain life for all of us, um, and um, no one's fault, but it's just a reality. And um, we have a society set up to yeah. absolutely undermine absolutely. anyone um, no anyway, case, like worker bees becoming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's been sort of this September. It's been a year that we've been needing to, to use the food bank, <coughs> and, and then you know, sort of with the energy, the sort of. Um, Heating yeah. energy crisis as crisis, well. come on. Let's hold it right there. Let's hold this conversation right there. Crisis on for who? Where's this crisis? For the shareholders? So these these companies that we used to own as a, as a no, company? Absolutely, of course it's not. It's, it's, for, the, it's for, the, for the ordinary working person. How can, can, can we just have a little debate about it? A little yeah. talk. We're probably going to agree, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just try to annoy Lauren most of the time. So I spend a lot of the time doing this. I told you, man. She, she looks sweet. She looks intelligent. She is all those things. She's also awesome. evil. I just want to say that. It's so normal. No. So we have, we used to own, everyone, once upon a time, this country used to have uh, water, uh, almost air and power, owned by the people, because it's, you know, you shouldn't be privatised because we don't need to have competition, do we? No. Everyone needs it. So everyone's yeah. going to have it, so it's literally a black. It's essentially the Thatcherite stroke conservative ideology of going, hmm, what more of the, of the family silver can we sell off to our friends who have only got disposable income? Yes, of course there were small investors, but they obviously had more, more money in the bank. They weren't using food banks, were they? The people that bought shares in gas and electricity. Some of them they were massive organisations, some of them were all sorts of investors. The whole investment thing is a joke. It's an illusion, it's a lie, it's just a, it's, it doesn't work. Capitalism doesn't work. Right? Take my word for it, look at all the sums. Every so often this happens, boom and bust, it's always gonna, because yeah. just how capitalism doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. And so for, for whatever system we need to try, it needs to be something we haven't tried before. So I'm not, talking, I'm not suggesting communism or isms of any sort, but with our common humanity and our common ide our ideas of how we access clean air, water, shelter, for everyone. The fact that there's more people in this country homeless, there's more people that have got two homes than, than, are, than there are people that are homeless, will give you another indication of what an appalling set of principles that we are basing our community and our society on. That we have a, an ex-serving soldier, like yourself, who's having, not only had mental health problems, but you're also having to use the food bank, which I love the fact of the people that, uh, Trestles Trust and people like that, don't they, running. Fantastic. Like the Air Ambulance, like Help for Heroes, like any, uh, Heart Foundation, like any other charity that's based on the idea that we think that we've got a society that can A, pay people too much for doing nothing, and I'm not just talking about the Royals, but I am. Um, Prince Andrew, Prince Andrew, Prince Andrew, 12 million pounds, mm-hmm. Um, that you have a system that keeps that propagated whilst more and more people get hungry, but just for a joke, they throw in this idea that there's a, an energy crisis. Well, if there was a crisis, even the shareholders wouldn't be making money, would they? They'd be going, guys, seriously, this is a crisis, yeah? We can't even afford bonuses or whatever. One of those company uh, CEOs, I don't know if it's a, a power company, but it's thing, they earn about four million pounds. When's the last time you had four million pounds? And if you did have four million pounds, I want to talk to you again about a little <laughs> film project I think you'll be interested in. It's called The Four Million Pound Ex-Soldier, sitting on a wooden horse. It's appalling. There is naturally going to be absolute uprising about this. 
not about this podcast, I hope, but you know, I don't agree with violence. As I said, first 18 years of my life grew up in a, in a military sort of background. Loved it for all sorts of good reasons. Same reason that anyone who's been in the military, the good bits of it, the camaraderie, all that, beautiful, love it. Got old friends, friends now, they're ex two squadron heroes and what I love them. It's great. Get it, I understand why they, how they trained, what you're expected to do. Kind of have to have that in your head, then you're anticipating at any time, wherever your trade is, that you might be in a theatre war and you could all be killed. Just accept that that's good. Oh, okay, right. It's a strange psychology to grow up with. It's a strange thing to, 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 do, to do as an adult. The whole concept of it's strange. And that comes about primarily because of capitalism. Just goes to show you how appalling capitalism is. I don't know if I've, if I've denigrated capitalism enough in this podcast, but if you can count how many times I've said, capitalism doesn't work, you'll probably get the idea that capitalism doesn't work. However, that you are now using food banks is, is it, because it, I just, isn't it fantastic that they're there, in a way, this sounds perverse, that it's fantastic that we have a caring society, I think that's it. Do you think that the, these uh, one percenters or these so-say elites think that we are so, that we won't let each other down, that we're always going to have, and they're not just working class people, but people from all sorts of backgrounds helping out people when they, when they, with their empathy, when they see that they're in need. So you have food banks, you have all sorts of charities that are trying to help people. Yeah. I don't think we should have to have them. I think that we should, as a, as a caring, uh, um, understanding society, we should legislate for that in our taxes. And we, we, we legislate, what is it, 2% for our defence? Well, why don't you do the same thing for education and health and don't let these buffoons one after another that go into party politics and try and represent this on a national international level absolutely disgrace absolute disgrace but personally i just think with the education some of them are so, so they had that they come up with those ideas i mean rwanda really maybe though it'd be good if we could actually transport some of them maybe all of them over there and they could test it out and see like pretty tell she could be transported to rwanda live there for till she I don't know, whatever, and then can report back just how good that is as an idea. That'd be great. And William Rees Morgan, Boris Johnson, and Liz Truss, all of those people, all of them. Actually, I would go further. I'd go Keir Starmer, uh, definitely Tony Blair, all his lot. Terrible. Misrepresented the people. Sorry, I don't know if I've gone off the track here, but here, yeah, I'm kind of saddened to hear about the, the food bank thing. We were going to try and do a. We, in a way, uh, what we did talk about this, so it's not, I haven't just thrown this in, have I? We just said this is something yeah. we wanted to talk about. How, how could we move that discussion forward? And what would you like to say about the whole food bank scenario? What was it? How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, it, it's just really, it's, uh, mm, it's really sad that in 2022, people are having to use the food bank yeah it's really sad that in 2022 you know I mean you were saying about you know the energy crisis you, I mean you, you've basically taken the words out of my mouth it's it's all just it's ridiculous there is no crisis yeah. really um, generally it's all in my head and I struggle to get it out of my mouth but you, you've put it very eloquently I didn't sit succinctly there, do you know? <laughs> okay, it's, it's, what can I do? I wasn't educated, I wasn't educated, I was educated. But, uh, you know, I, I, I sort of brought attention to the, 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 
poverty yeah. as a whole. So I, I spoke to the media about it. I started off speaking to um, uh, BBC Wiltshire and, and, and then a couple of news channels got involved. And nothing really comes of it. You know, they come and they interview you and they talk yeah. that they want to listen to your story. Yeah. The problem with that is that then people become fixated on and they think that you're just whinging. They think that all you think yeah. that I'm just whinging and I'm yeah. feeling poverty. Well, actually, the idea of, of bringing attention to it was because yeah. people don't want to talk about it. They're too afraid they, they to talk about it. Just so everyone knows. We, we talked about what we wanted to talk about on this because that was part of it, wasn't it? Like, yeah. wow, not enough people know about that. No. And I understand why people... Was, was part of the reason why we set this hub up. Yeah. Yeah? This is, you know, so much that goes on. So many people support and help each other with all sorts of issues here. It's particularly, obviously, it's literally in, in response to the lockdown, the pandemic or whatever, whatever. Right, so everything you see that's going on here, there's all sorts of help, there's all sorts of therapy going on, and uh, yoga, you name it. It's, it's not a shop by any stretch of imagination. It literally is a hub mm. where people exchange ideas. So this is the reason I want to talk to you about it, because you, you are eloquent. You are a, a creative person. You do want to do acting and stuff. So it's not like me going, oh, I'm going to explore your story about being an ex-soldier and using a food bank. It's a minimum part of what we're talking about, because actually the other stuff, that you're doing with the, uh, what, what was it called? The Soldiers? Soldiers Arts Academy. Yeah, it's Soldiers Arts Academy, am I, uh, am I just didn't put it out there. But that, that in itself is a lovely thing. Done work in prisons and stuff, working with uh, offenders and ex-offenders and in probation as a part of using theatre as a way of looking at certain issues and expressing it and getting people to understand. If you look over there, that's a, a, a play we did with young people back in the day that's the bridge centre that you see in rubble there, because that was another sort of conservative idea that they would knock down the, com the community centre, which we used to use more than the youth service. Um, it's now a car park that the council workers use. Just had a pandemic where we needed to, and we, yeah. we, have, we have an alternative education programme, yeah. where we need a hall like that. In fact, we use it more than the youth service. The film that we want to do, have you got an idea for it now? Because it'd be nice to see the idea now and develop it so people can come back to this and go, oh, I remember when they talked I, about that. I, I have an idea. Yeah. Um, it's just whether the idea is going to work in, in practice. Yeah. So I, what I'd quite like to do is kind of highlight some, some areas specifically with, to do with poverty. Yeah. Um, my experiences, uh, I think, I, I really don't like making things about me. But uh, what do you know better? What subject matter do you know better than yourself, well, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? I think it's a common thing to, to do what you know, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Well... Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so, but, but ultimately I'd like to sort of, I'd like it to sort of be about um, uh, poverty, but not... You know, when we, when we talk about poverty, we're not just mm. talking about um, uh, material. Yeah. We're, we're talking about education. Oh, 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 100%. You know, quality of education, life, course, opportunity, opportunity yeah. And, and, and all of this um, sort of together in oh, one. Yeah. And then uh, to sort of spin it around and hopefully find some positivity towards the end of the film. Well, true. Uh, you haven't seen Bachelor because it's not right. Go, we put I, on I have a tribe and I just Yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't, because basically we show it at our film festival every year and we want it to be more of a... We did sell it, it's on 
uh, DVD, but we didn't put it online because we want it to be, because it is kind of a consultation piece as well. In that we talk some of the issues you're talking about, but that's working with a hundred people from the community. Yeah. Not about Chippenham, but it, we were able to do it in Chippenham because we have such a tight-knit community. The bits that are tight-knit, the bits that where people will do each other favours to support the local college, Wiltshire College, Nikki Jew, who's a wonderful uh, media, um, to say professor, but lecturer at, at Chipman Co Wiltshire College. We work in unison with them to give media students work experience and the whole crew, bar one, was um, from Wiltshire College. But they're working with professional actors. Con O'Neill, who's in the latest Batman, is in loads of stuff, did that. So I'm very interested in supporting you to develop this piece. Um, how are we going to do it? As in, how are you going to go away and, and do a rough sort of synopsis scenario? Or do you want to write a script? Or do you want to do it so you go away, you write, you write a bit, come back, we have a little session, talk about it, develop it, go away. Because we did that with a, one of the students at the college. We, did a, um, we had three of them on work experience. They had to do a, a, a pitch to... Say what film they want to make, then we yeah. chose, we had a little panel of can do people, they chose it, then we made that film. It was half an hour long, did the keys in World of Good, it was really good all round, great experience. But we took ages because he kept coming back with me and I kept saying, but what about this? And what about that? Yeah. Which was good for him, probably annoyed him a bit to be fair, but then he went away and he'd have to totally do the script and he'd change it. If he agreed, it's, it's not, because I'm no yeah. expert. I'm no, well, obviously I'm not, uh, but what I'm saying is, it's that sort of collaboration. What I was saying to him made sense to him, so he changed it. And the film that we collaborated on re in reality was a different thing from what he presented me. But it had all the essences of what he wanted to say. Yeah. In your particular uh, storyline, I'm already halfway there, aren't I? Because we essentially work up and down the country and in other countries now, but also working with, alongside, those that need that sort of support most. So when you're identifying Poverty, it isn't just about food, it's not just about the state of shoes or your home. It's poverty in so, and you're so totally right, so many different ways. Now, I can I feel like the kid in the Emperor's New Clothes. I'm a little, you know, uh, um, Irish sort of immigrant kiddie uh, that can see that there's total injustice. The churches have lost it for me. With all that money, they're supposed to be supporting the poor. How much more could you support them than stealing gold and making palaces and then sexually abusing them? But you know, it's one of them ones, isn't it? You, you've got those bastions of, of the establishment that none of them hold, hold up to light. None of them, not organised religion, not royalty, not the, not the political parties. It's like, wait a minute, what do you think is going to happen in society that more and more people that have totally dear to the system. You couldn't be more part of the system than being prepared to sit on a horse in the capital of this country to indicate to other people that come from other countries, wow, these people, they've got in control, man. This guy won't move off his horse. Watch, this is how loyal he is to this cause. What's the cause? Cause is, see all these buildings around him? See all this money up and down this, up and down the Strand, up to Buckingham Palace, up to the Aslan Parliament? All just a massive show out of saying, we have milked all of these people, not just the ones in England, in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Farm, wherever the empire went. History lesson and an interview. Now, let's get on and do the film. 
doesn't matter. I don't say when it's going. We have a, a film festival every year. It would be lovely if you had it filmed and ready and done. We don't know how long it is or long and short of it. But so let's 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 allocate some hours to it. Let's. I'd really like to do that, and, yeah. I, and I'd, I'd, I'd 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 like to work collaboratively. Yeah. Um, and for us to make it work together. Yeah. I, you know, I don't I I don't want to make it. I don't want to go away, hide in a in a cave, and just no, because, no, no, because no, 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 no. It, that doesn't yeah. work for no, me. No, no, me, me neither. Um, so, but what I want you to have the freedom to do is to fully clarify as much as you want to clarify yeah. wherever it is. And I agree with you. I love working oh. collaboration. It doesn't always work. But that's me or Dan all day long, and I work in collaboration with everyone that can do. Yeah. And then wider fields like Con O'Neill, as much as he's a, is a, an international actor. He really gets what we do. Mel Steen is on the soundtrack of that thing. She came and recorded that in Candy as well because let him, being a, an international star Spice Girl is one thing. Yeah. Well done. Her humanity and her family and her background is really why we have a relationship. Yeah. I love her as a human being. She never sang a song again. She's literally one of the only ones that could sing. If she never sang a song again, she never did any of that again. I would love her to the end of my time because we have a relationship, not because she's a Spice Girl. That bit, uh, although I love going to see them and they are beautiful, I love the girls, all that sort of stuff. It's not my go-to music. No. It is now, obviously. I love it too much not to listen to stuff. You know what I mean? If you want to be me loving, I want sort of stuff. Mama, I love you. Stop now, stop it. Anyway, however, the, and we, We've written songs and she sang them for Can Do. So she's great. All these different people, the collaboration things, how I'd like to do it. How, how, what, yeah, let's work that out. What are you saying, Reese? You good? Fine. Excellent. That's, uh, that's good. You having a good day today? Yeah. You having a good day today? Yeah, it's better than what you thought, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's one satisfied customer. Let's do it then. Let's end this podcast, and we're going to we're going to do sort of regular updates and regular meetings. Yeah, I think so. All right, Harry, you're a gentleman. Good luck to you, and we'll see you again on this very station. Good luck, everyone. Peace out, love and peace. Remember, regardless of the political situation, if we stick together as a common unity, unity, common unity, that which unifies us commonly, a community, you get for anything, even this political bizarre. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Lauren. Spinning at a thousand miles an hour. Just another